Shalom, everybody. We're continuing with where we left off, Rav Nosson's discourse, Likut Alachot, the laws of giving thanks, Birkat Hoda'ah, the blessing of giving thanks, Birkat Gomel, discourse number six, paragraph eight. After showing us so many details from the blessing of Birkat Gomel, how it requires ten people, and two of them have to be a Torah scholar, and all this to show the power of giving thanks, specifically for the four categories who have to give thanks. Rav Nassim now opens us to the world of giving thanks in general throughout our lives and why this is something that it's so important that a person holds on to uh, through thick and thin. Look what he says, paragraph number 8. Alken tzrechin lehargil et atzmo meod bechol yom uvechol et lehodot ulehalel lehashem itbarach al Thus, therefore, based on everything we've said until now, a person must accustom himself very much, every day, every moment, to give thanks and to praise Hashem, blessed be He, on all of the goodnesses that Hashem has bestowed upon us. Because you can't deny, you cannot deny that Hashem is not doing good for you. When you look at what you're missing, then you always feel negative. But when you take a look at what you have, what Hashem has given to you, you have much more to give thanks for than what to cry about what's missing, believe it or not. Okay? Just Yetzirah, He doesn't let you focus on the on what you do have and, and what you've been given and what you can give thanks over. He's, the attitude of the Yetzirah is to make a person feel like he's missing and lacking and lacking. Unbelievable how strong he attacks in this area. And he says, Rav Nosen, you know, this doesn't apply just when things are going smooth. And even in when a person's going through the essence of the of the the, the 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 straits, the dire straits of the soul, the difficulties, the pangs of your soul, still you should work for the attitude of giving thanks. Rahman Alitslan, right? Hashem save us. And he goes further. Afilu Keshe Yarad Even a person now has fallen so low in life. And he's become so distant. Oh, he was once such a firm person. He was so religious and he was so good. And now look where he's fallen in the mud and the schmutz, everything. And he feels so, so low. Rav Nosson talking even about that person. Even if a person has fallen, descended so low and become so distant from Hashem, obviously, like he's become distant, and you don't have to explain it. Each person thinks differently. Oh, that's nothing compared to what I'm going through, right? No matter how the situation may be, how low a person is far and distanced, a person should strive to turn everything into joy and delight. Like the verse reads in Isaiah, Yeshayahu, chapter 38, verse 10, a famous verse that Rabbi Nachman quotes a lot. Sason v'simcha yasigu v'chule. Okay, the verse reads, you should know, Uvduya Hashem yishuvun uvaot Zion berina, and those who were deemed by Hashem will come back, and and they will they will return, and they will come to Zion. Talking about the future redemption, obviously, they will come to Zion, Yerushalayim, 
in melodies, Rina, Vesimchat Olam Arosham, and the joy of the world on their heads. And the verse concludes, Sason Vesimcha Yasigu, right? Joy and delight will they reach. Venasu Yagon Vanacha, and sadness and, and melancholy will depart. Okay? Look how Rabbi Nachman opens up this verse and how Rav Nosen explains, uh, he's quoting from Rabbi Nachman. Okay? That a person has to transform the sadness, the, 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 uh, transform the sadness and melancholy into joy and delight. Like the verse reads, like we just read. Like Rabbi Nachman has written about this elsewhere, you can see this in the Kutim Moran, part 2, Tinyana, lesson 23, where he says there, this uh, the following idea. Al Sheafal Pihen Zochino Markriachma Uleachet Shmoid Barak Pamain Bicholyom. This is not the wording there, but this is the idea that comes out. That even after everything I'm going through in my life, nonetheless, we merit, I merit, we merit to say every day, Kriachma, even though I am as what I, I I am going through what I'm going through, but at the end of line, I'm still saying Kriachma. The Shema, the Shema prayer, and to unify Hashem's blessed be His name twice every day. He's obviously talking with someone who has started a connection and has fallen from it, and he's still maintaining minimal connection. That nonetheless, he still believes in Hashem and in Moshe, his servant. That's a paraphrase from the verse from Shiratayam, Parashat B'Shalach. And Moshe Avdo, Moshe's servant, refers to not just Moshe himself, but referring to they are the true tzaddikim in every generation who represent Moshe Rabbeinu, etc. And I believe in them, even though I am as I am, but my, my Muna is still there. This is quoting from the Haggadah. And how many good advantages, good levels, do I have to give thanks to Hashem for? Okay, that Hashem is bestowed upon me, upon, upon us, etc. And now he's quoting from the Nishmat prayer. Even if our mouths were just filled with song, it wouldn't be enough to praise Hashem and thank Hashem. And Rav Nosen here, he's bringing this point now. Because you have to know, the essence of the exile of the soul is not necessarily the, the bad deeds, the blemishes, but it's the result of them. It's the sadness. It's the atzvut. The main exile of the soul is sadness and depression. Kamuvan ba'torah hazot ayin sham, as understood in this lesson. Okay, the lesson that we're learning, lesson twenty-four, ayin sham. See there. Okay. V'chol mashatzvut mitgaber yoter, and the more that sadness attacks a person. Automatically, a person is trapped in lusts. The lust and desires attack him. So what to do? Work on the joy. Work on a happy attitude. Work on things that make you simcha, make you full of joy. And focus on that. Not on what you're lacking, but focus on the joy. Because that's how you, that's your way out of the, ta- the lusts and desires. Because the more a person has sadness, the more the lusts and desires attack a person. Bifrat, in particular, Shiga'on HaTa'ava HaKlalit, the craziness of the all-inclusive general lust, sexual desires, that one is for sure number one.
for sure, definitely a result of sadness and depression. The person is not happy with himself. And it's just a vicious cycle, God forbid. A person falls into sadness, depression, and then he goes, he, he lets out his his pain and his what he's lacking in sexual transgressions. This brings him more sadness because the result of the sins and blemishes is sadness. So it brings him more sadness, and then he falls into the vicious cycle of, of more 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 sexual transgressions. And it's just a vicious cycle. A person has to break the cycle by throwing in joy. Let's see what he says here. And he says, that's not enough though. And as if that's not enough, you can add to this, it's, it's anyways, against your will, added to this is the lust and desire for money, for wealth, and the burden of trying to earn a living. Like the verse reads in the curse that Adam and Eve, Adam and Chava received, Adam and Parshat Bereshit, you will eat your bread with the sweat of your brow, which means you have a toil in earning money to survive. This idea of the vicious cycle appears in Rabbi Nachman's lesson, uh, lesson 54, which is entitled which is amazing because we're right before Shavuot and this lesson quotes a verse regarding the mitzvah of the of the korbanot of the bikurim of, of, of Shavuot that are offered and it was given on Shavuot also where Rabbi talks about the sadness of the hands that the sadness causes more sickness and heaviness and heaviness brings more sadness and it's a vicious cycle okay and here of no sense comparing it to the to the sadness and depression leading to the lusts which cause a, a heaviness of the hands of doing holiness and instead doing wrong things that's the idea of the heaviness of the hands and like he says there in lesson 54 until God forbid it's almost almost a person's going to lose his soul because the heaviness descending upon him due to the sadness <coughs> and what saves him and we would have died due to the heaviness and the vicious cycle of leading to depression and depression to heaviness and heaviness to depression, etc. Were it not for that Hashem helped us to shine upon us even from, from a distance, from far, from a distance, in the, in the strength of the true tzaddikim, what? The following to bring joy to our souls using the ways of the advice, the deep pathways of advice revealed by the true tzaddikim. That's why it's so important that a person has a true tzaddik in their life. That no matter, no matter what they're going through, the tzaddikim can shine and penetrate the person's walls that he's erected around himself due to his difficult situation where he feels he's, he's finished. It's impenetrable to save him and rescue him it's, it's, it, there's no more hope anymore yet still nonetheless the power of the tzaddikim and their far far reaching advice can reach even such a person who's trapped in this vicious cycle God forbid and a person shouldn't stay the way he is through the advice of the tzaddikim, a person has to force himself 
very much, a lot, with all of his strength, to draw upon himself joy. Therefore, Rav Nosson saying, the primary advice of joy is giving thanks. A person has to be very uh, ragil, very fluent, very, you know, um, accustomed very much in giving thanks to Hashem in joy, like we just mentioned above. And also, as has been explained by us, Rav Nosson referring to Likutei Moran by Rabbi Nachman, in another place, but Rav Nosson's discourse on this lesson, Likutei Moran. Which lesson? It's lesson part two of part two. Part two, Likutei Moran, which is called Likutei Moran Tinyana. Lesson two, the name of that lesson is called Yemei Chanukah, Hem Yemei Hoda'ah. The days of Chanukah are days of Thanksgiving. And Rav Nosson really, really developed this lesson in his two big discourses one is called Kile'e Be'ema Halacha Dalet that's another discourse of Rav Nosen, based on this lesson 2 of part 2 and another lesson called a discourse called Prika Uti'ina Halacha Dalet he says himself Ayin Sham Hetev it's however beyond the scope that we go through the entire Halacha but these two discourses are power packed power packed encouragement on giving thanks the whole attitude of giving thanks and that's the key for bringing Mashiach he says there are a very powerful statement for example and it's very common for people to quote this he says Rav Nosim, if Tzadikim would teach people and if people were accustomed to giving thanks more than they are Mashiach would have been here by now this is the key for the redemption he says Rav Nosim. a very powerful statement giving thanks that's how powerful it is if now we would have been more into accustomed giving thanks to Hashem as opposed to just, you know, slouching and, and sobbing and drooping and being groupy and all these funny words in our uh, moaning, you know, in our situations, we would have been giving thanks, even if it's difficult, we would have been out already of this exile, Rav Nosen writes.